Hello, Sunday, March 21st. Is this technically first day of spring, last day of winter? Whatever, it's good. It was a beautiful, beautiful week here. I don't know what it'd be like for you, but I think the melt is on. But what's the old wives' tale uh, for March? In like a lamb, out like a lion, vice versa. So if the beginning of the month was decent, which I think it was, so does that mean we're going to get... A blizzard <laughs> for the end of the month I'm not sure so I'm hoping it's on the up and up it was 18 celsius here the other day which is insane for March but I think this week coming up is around the zeros and up and down in that area which I'm 100% with um, I want to get running and running I'm still nursing a pretty bad calf strain, pole, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think I gave it seven to ten days rest before going again. And then I was able to run, I think, two kilometers before it kind of tightened up. So then I walked the rest of the way and gave it a few more days, went again. And I think I made it three kilometers before it kind of tightened up again and it's annoying because when you look online it says you give like four to eight weeks when you pull a muscle running and a lot of the stuff I've looked up say that men once you're past 40 you just your legs there's something that happens that you your calves become a problem and you're always going to keep injuring them um, tweaking them, pulling them, um, God forbid, tearing them. So I've been really looking for a way to be proactive about this above and beyond. Well, I've already lost a lot of weight, so now it's stretching. And what I need to do to make sure that this isn't reoccurring constantly, because I feel like this has happened on both legs at least once, I think twice now on my left calf. So and I do stretch and I wear, um, what are they called? Like compression sleeves. I've become <laughs> the old dude with the compression leggings running around the lake. But even with the compression, which does help because it keeps things compressed, obviously. And it keeps the muscle warm. And I think that helps a lot to prevent injury. But I'm still not doing my calves justice and I'm still tweaking and pulling them and it's getting pretty annoying so I went online and the company that makes the kind of the body fat scale that I've been using they're called Renfo and that's who made the BMI scale that I bought um, two years ago now it's been a while that I've been using it to kind of and it's the percentages, like, they're probably not 100% accurate. Like, if you went to the gym and went on one of those real bioimpedance machines, I'm sure the numbers would be different. But just to have that loose kind of number, rough kind of body fat, BMI, and just even to have my weight and watch it go down, was I think it was very helpful and motivational in my weight loss. So anyways... <laughs> long story long um, this company used to make 
um, one of those massage guns where you would pick the end, whether it was like a foam ball or a more um, compact one, and there was like a, a like a field goal post shaped one that was meant to go around um, the spine. Like it had four or five attachments, but it was. I think at the time when I first looked at them, there was maybe a few hundred dollars. And so I didn't know if it was a gamble that I was willing to take. But now this company has come up with one that's um, super affordable and it's a smaller, more compact one. But the review, and I and I read so many reviews whenever I buy something like this. And so I scoured, um, I think Reddit, um, the Amazon feedback. I read tons of those and I just kind of looked to see if it was going to end up being worth it because I found one now on sale. Um, there was a percent off and then there was an Amazon discount as well. So I ended up getting this um, mini massage gun for like $60 free delivery. So at that price, I figured it's worth the gamble. So I ordered the thing. And it came on Wednesday or Thursday. So I think I went for a run the day before. And then, of course, I think I made it two out of the four or five kilometers before I had to quit. But it was starting to feel better, but I don't want to push it and re-injure it. But then, now I have this gun. So I started tinkering with, and it has four speeds for how fast it's kind of working on the muscle tissue and then I took kind of, I had started with the soft kind of rubber ball, but I didn't feel that was kind of getting the desired um, impact on these things. That or maybe I'm going too hard on it. But I switched to kind of a flat metal head. And then I started working away. And of course, down that, um, I think the muscle is called the soleus. That's because you have the bulk, big part of your calf, and then there's the part that V tapers down to your Achilles tendon. And I believe that's called the soleus. And that's the one that men, as they age, it just becomes problematic. And so I took this thing <clears throat> and I just started working up and down my two soleus muscles. And I guess I should state I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving advice. This is what I'm doing to kind of see if it helps. Anywho, um, so I started working up and down my soleus muscles, and holy fuck, even on the one that's not pulled, hurts like hell. So that just means, at least from what I've read, once again, this is just me doing average Joe exercise homework, is every time you pull a muscle, when it heals, it kind of has... The scar tissue but that stays there and that's a from the way I read it is your muscles stay tighter then and then also it's more apt to re-injure and it's not as pliable as normal muscle and so these guns when they're pounding away on these areas that are very tender and tight is they're kind of smashing out this scar tissue and getting it worked back into your system and they're also warming the muscle up 
increasing blood flow to that area and also getting it just to heal faster from the way I read and understand it now. So now for the last three, four days, I think I've gone for one run and it felt okay. But now I've been using this massage gun for multiple times a day and it's way better because before that I had a foam roller and that's super annoying to put down on the floor prop yourself up roll back and forth and then if your arms get tired you're not doing it as properly and just a whole bunch of different things and I just found myself unmotivated to do that multiple times a day and kind of clear the floor put the foam roller down and do it all and so with this massage gun it's super easy I can throw a YouTube video on a new TV show something and just sit there and kind of work it around on all my different leg muscles so I've used it on my quads and I found kind of that teardrop area down by my knees was super tight and sore so I worked that out um, the outsides up by the hips Um, was sore so I worked it out there and it's so neat because with this you just kind of press it against some muscly areas and kind of move it around and then whenever you find something that starts to feel a little painful you know that there's something there that kind of needs to be worked out and that right there is super easy and way better to me at least and then so I worked that out there wasn't as much bad stuff in the upper legs but then when I got to my calves I thought it would just be that soleus muscle that I would be kind of working away and massaging and I was right and both of those are super painful and tight and even in these few days of just kind of working over it with a massager I can feel it's already starting to feel better especially right after once it gets a kind of warm and kind of hammers out some of that scar tissue and just relieves the tightness and tension that's been there for who knows how long as probably as long as I've been nursing injuries or just been trying to do this jogging thing now for over a year year and a half and so I can already tell it's helping and so there's now we're gonna have to see how fast I can heal and get back up to being able to a run the full circuit again and then I'm super curious because I want to see if this holds off future injuries because that may be the bigger key to this and me kind of staying at it. Um, And it's kind of neat that one of the last things that kind of got me into taking the leap and trying something like this um, was, I can't remember, it was some YouTube video I was watching and it wasn't even about a fitness thing, but they had brought up Tom Brady and he attributes and I think I've mentioned this before in here he attributes his longevity to what he calls muscle pliability and that's a big part of that TB12 fitness team that he has that kind of it's its own site and he has his own like meal fitness and all that regimen and books and it's kind of weird to know that one guy has his own like fitness team but when you're kind of the best ever at what you do You've probably found out through science and trial and error what works and what doesn't work for modern sports medicine. And so in this one 
podcast, they were talking about that he attributes his longevity. And he's 42, 43, and he just signed a four-year extension, which is insane. And the fact that he's still winning Super Bowls in his 40s, I don't know who the old... I'll have to look who the oldest Super Bowl quarterback was before he did this. Um, But he attributes it to muscle pliability. And he's big on, like, the foam rollers and just working stuff out and keeping your muscle as the what the word says pliable and just no rigid tightness or anything and so me pushing 50s now because I'll be 47 in June if this is the key I'll be super happy and I'm more than willing and it it's the ease of it too like I had said because now I can a few times a day even when I'm working at my desk I can sit and work away on my quads or whatever and then later in the day if I'm watching a TV show in the evening or even gaming I can cross my leg because it's such a small little mini gun and just work out and it's it's so handy and you right away you can tell when there's a muscle that needs it because it just starts when you go over that part of the muscle it hurts so then you know to kind of just work back and forth and around and kind of give it a little love and sometimes with some of the stuff I can kind of work out the pain and it goes away pretty quick if it's probably not something that's very major. And on the calves, every time I go back, like I've been doing it maybe two, three, four times a day. Um, when I go over it, it's like tight as a, it's wound up like a guitar string. Like there's serious tension in it. And this helps. And even right after when I'm walking around, I can tell my muscles and my legs aren't as tight and wound up as they normally are. So cool I'm happy with it and I will definitely report back because God knows getting old sucks so if I can (laughs) relay something that that I've found is helpful to me especially for staying active and not having your body kind of break down and just having your muscles feel better right like if something as simple as this and if the prices are coming down that it's like 60 bucks for a decent massage gun to if you stay proactive about it to get rid of all muscle pain going forward in your life that might be worth it so something to keep track of I will definitely bamble on about my running so if this has become part of my routine I'll definitely mention it again but um in these first few days it's it's making a huge difference and I'm enjoying it so it's making it less painful because I would just even like get up roll out of bed and those first however many steps of getting the blood flowing getting the muscles warm being in pain and just it sucks (laughs) waking up and dreading kind of meandering around the house and being in pain till kind of the oil gets flowing so yeah it's been that was one of the big kind of things I got to look into this week the other one and I'll put it in the title for sure for this week's subjects was as part of my son's schooling, the kind of the art stuff he has to do in a week is open to what you want to do. And so my question was, what about teaching old school recipes and creating and crafting meals as part of like quotation marks art? And so to me, it's still 
creating. You're creating food. So, and there is some art to making homemade food. So, that was my argument, and I'm running with it. So, a few weeks ago, if not a month ago, if not more, we attempted and we made progies from scratch. And it was super fun. I think he had a lot of fun smashing the potatoes, making dough, and then kind of portioning it out, folding, and doing the whole nine yards. And so, Yesterday, I bought us all the stuff, and we made just simple, plain bread. And the only time I've made dough on my own was when I worked for Boston Pizza. And I did work in the kitchen originally, so that was one of the things first thing in the morning. But it was so, like any franchise, it's all laid out. It's like, take this pre-made cube of yeast, put it in water this exact temperature, wait this many minutes put into the thing, dump in the flour, and then the machine does all the mixing for you. Wait however many minutes, pull the dough ball out, cut it into whatever sizes for each size of pizza. Done. Press it out in the pans. It's not rocket science. So it was fun to do it at home and just kind of have some fun with my kid, something that's non-screen time, and just father-son time it's a non like jocko shit (laughs) so it's kind of cool and i know after the fact um we both ate a ton of it and it was good and it was nice to kind of take the time measure it out um and do all the the prep and then i was scared that we fucked up the yeast because the yeast needs to be a certain temperature to activate. So if it's too cold, it's not activating. If it's too hot, you're killing it. And it's not going to get that chemical reaction that you want between the yeast and the sugar that you're using. So that worked out. Um, we mixed it all together and got the right kind of consistency between the flour and the water and everything. And then left it and it did rise. So yay. <laughs> and then he got to... <clears throat> punch it down and then we cut it up into its sections put it into bread pans um, I had bought some cheap foil ones but I was talking with my mother who has like dozens of bread pans from back in the day and she said she doesn't use them she might use one and make a loaf occasionally so next time when COVID is fucking gone excuse me I will definitely bring some back and I actually might make this part of my routine and for a few reasons. Um, It was nice to kind of, like I said, unplug and just kind of sit and take the time to kind of craft something and make your own food. Like I make my own meals and lunches and stuff, but that's not crafting from the bottom up. And it was kind of fun to just mix it up and make the bread and go through the steps of it. And then... I didn't realize how long it's been since I've actually smelled a house full of just that fresh bread smell. And it smelled amazing. Even my son said it smelled great just to kind of have that kind of your baking smell in the house. Um, The next thing, and of course we devoured between the two of us, we cut it up and over the next, that evening and then the next morning, I think we ate a whole loaf of it because it just, it tastes so good. It doesn't taste like store-bought bread and I'm sure there's because we just pretty much did flour sugar water yeast go right a little salt um 
who knows how many preservatives there are in any loaf of bread you buy. Like, I know there's the old joke that um, Wonder Bread never molds, and that if you want to detoxify um, a document, you put it in the microwave with a piece of Wonder Bread, and it sucks, like, the toxins out of the document, and the document won't ever, like, decay. I don't know if that's... a Maybe I made that up in my head. I don't know. I swear I've heard there's multiple fucked up uses for Wonder Bread, and it never molds. So, just to make legit bare bones basic bread was cool the house smelled awesome we had fun and i think i'm gonna keep maybe do that as kind of a weekend afternoon unwind thing and even while it's kind of rising you can still go and do something else maybe clean up and then come back to it and just kind of make it part of my routine because it was weird how being Gen X, at least I still at least came up in a house where there was still stuff like that was kind of happening. And so to smell the fresh bread smell again, and even when it was over and we cut it up and like we let it cool, cut it up, it still, we didn't fuck it up either, thankfully. <laughs> and it tasted like I remember homemade bread tasting. And so it's kind of neat and it was fun. And I'm probably going to make it part of my routine. And it's I even reached out to my mom because now Easter's coming. And I was like, well, Easter bread, what's the difference? And can I make that with the raisins? And I guess, at least from the way I understood talking with hers, there's more sugar in it. So it's a sweeter bread. But there was way more sugar in the recipe I found that we made on Saturday than I remember. Like, I think it was half a cup of sugar for three loaves of bread so i don't know if that's out of the norm or not but it tastes great um yeah but those were the two big kind of fun things about my week hopefully you're staying sane i think in my area they're vaccinating anyone 59 and older so as the ages come down hopefully we get a little bit closer to sanity and getting back to the norm so we can visit <laughs> every time I talk to my mom it's because I think she's two weeks away from getting hers so that's close I know she's dying for more interaction I'm definitely dying for some more human interaction and just society to kind of get back to normal I'd like to plan some camping and kind of destination trips in the summer so hopefully we can get there so that was it my exciting week of massage guns and uh, <laughs> baking bread. Awesome. Have a good week.